In a world where good news is hard to find, WAVA and One Heart DC present Good News for the City. We're here to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what his body, the church, is doing to spread this good news in the Washington, D.C. metro area, including Northern Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. As Jesus said in John 17, Father, that they may be one just as we are one. Welcome to Good News for the City. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Greetings, folks, and welcome to Good News for the City, the radio broadcast ministry partnership between WAVA Radio and One Heart DC, right here on Life Changing Talk Radio, 105.1 FM, WAVA. My name is Dennis Williams, and I'm director of ministry for WAVA Radio. I want to welcome you to today's broadcast. Man, did I say podcast? Dude, what's up with me? Anyway, folks, you know most of us during the pandemic. Many of us have started some new hobbies. Maybe you learned to bake or knit or like Brian, maybe you tie-dyed everything in your closet. Well, our guest for today refined a skill that she loves, and she started using that talent, that God-given talent to serve others and share the love of Jesus. She's taken her passion for photography and launched her own business. Now she sends half of the proceeds to Uganda And she does all this while wrapping up high school and prepares for college. What? That's fantastic. Well, we want to talk about that, find out how she does it. And of course, here to get us started, introduce our guest for the day, my good friend, my co-host, my buddy, uh, co-host of Good News for the City, Pastor Brian Bale, Senior Pastor at Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn, Virginia. Dude, this young woman, uh, I mean, I must be just a loafer. I'm just loafing, man. You know, we have the opportunity here in Good News for the City to often interview people who are motivated and highly skilled and gifted and using those skills for Jesus. Uh, But uh, I'm going to say this, our guest today, uh, she's the youngest so far we've had on this. And that can be said in some ways like, oh, she's young. No, it's actually like sometimes I was reading the things that she's doing. I'm like, man, I better get my life together uh, in some of those ways. So, uh, you know, we're excited. And one of the things that this show often talks about is that the manner in which the good news can be communicated, the methodology of how it happens is just as varied and just as diverse as the colors that God has created in the universe. And and so what I love today about uh, our guest is that In this moment, she, uh, like Paul said to Timothy, is not letting anyone to look down on their youth, but continue to use the opportunity she has to do that and using the the specific skill sets that God has given her to make a difference. So with that, I want to introduce you to our guest today, if I can, to our listeners. It's Anna Romani. She is a 17-year-old photographer, and she is the owner of her own photography studio, Anna Romani Photography. She's a portrait photographer. She's specialized um, in high school seniors and families. And she visited Uganda on a missions trip with her family in 2018 and 19. And when she got back, she had this desire to continue to make an impact. And that was the genesis of this idea for her business that was born. What she decided to do was to combine her love for photography and at the same time, put that together with her passion for helping the people in Uganda and created Anna Romani Photography. So Anna recently graduated from high school, Langley High School, right here in the Northern Virginia, Washington metro area. And this fall, here in a little bit, she'll be attending Baylor University to study special education. And she still plans to go to school and continue this business. So she's gonna be juggling lots of things. 
but thank you for juggling time for being with us. People been listening to the show for amount of time know that we're doing this a little bit from everywhere. So she's even Dennis. She's joining us remotely from the Outer Banks. She's on vacation and giving you some of her time. So. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Anna. Glad to have you. I really do feel like I'm loafing now, Brian, since you brought that up, brother. Come on, man. Come on. (laughs) So, well, Anna, let's dive in. We gave a little bit in your bio there, but give us a little bit more of the backstory about how you got started in this photography business that you're doing. Yeah, of course. And thank you guys for having me. I'm really excited to be here and sharing with you all. But um, I think, like a lot of people, I had a lot of extra time during quarantine. Um, especially with school being on hold and just everything being remote. And so I decided um, to kind of get a project started during that time. And I already had some experience with photography um, because I'd been an editor for my yearbook ever since my freshman year. Um, But I wanted to start um, like practicing that more and kind of specifically practicing portrait photography. Mm -hmm. And so I decided that hey, let's make this a business, you know, and um, I started to use that extra time I had to get some of the foundations in place. Um, For example, getting my website going, um, working on workflows, contracts, um, learning how to edit, Mm -hmm. um, what softwares and platforms I'd use, all that kind of stuff, as well as use that time to build a portfolio. Yeah, Dennis, I'm already starting to feel a little lazy. I learned how to make banana bread. That's what I learned how to do. Uh, But I love that. Dude, I I learned how to, I can actually do a Zoom meeting. Well, there you go. Come on, Uh, man. Yeah. But I love how you took this moment and you saw it as an opportunity. Instead of in many occasions, people saw this moment of COVID as uh, not an opportunity. They saw it as restriction. And again, there's certainly restriction there and that sort of stuff. But you, you took this moment to step into something that maybe you wouldn't have had that time to step in and you redeemed that. And a lot of it, uh, as you began this business, kind of goes back in some ways to a passion that developed out of some mission trips, um, obviously before the pandemic to Uganda. Talk about yeah. those things, what you saw and how it inspired you and what you did there. Yeah, so I went on my first mission trip with my family in for spring break of 2018, and then we went back for um, Christmas of 2019, right before the pandemic came. But um, during those trips to Uganda, we had visited hospitals, refugee camps, orphanages, slums, all that kind of stuff. Um, and during our most recent trip, we actually met with a group of young entrepreneurs. Um, And it was super encouraging to see them working um, to kind of reverse that cycle of poverty, um, which, of course, is super strong in Uganda and very prevalent in a lot of African countries. Um, And one thing I actually do want to mention that really stood out to me on my visits was during our most recent trip, we visited a village called the Kawalira (laughs) village in Wakiso, Uganda. Um, And in that village, I really connected with the people there and this particular family Um, And we built really strong relationships with them. And I actually am am still keeping in touch with them to this day. And that's something really cool, actually, that because of Facebook and all this (laughs) modern technology, I'm still able to communicate with the people we met there. Yeah. So obviously from that inspiration, there was this moment where you said, hey, let's put these two things together. This passion for photography that you've been doing since your freshman year, working with the yearbook there in Langley, as well as this passion now for a people group that God had placed upon your hat and you had the opportunity. So how did that sort of merge together in some ways? Did you have this sort of the entrepreneurs there inspired you to be entrepreneurial? How did that work? Well, when you go on a mission trip, um, 
to Uganda or really any third world country like that, it's really hard to forget what you have seen. It really, yes. really sticks with yes. you. Yes. Um, and it, it was still on my mind. Um, and I just knew if I was going to do something like that, like I wanted to connect it back to my trip and I wanted it to benefit those people I saw. And I really enjoy having um, having this almost partnership with um, the people in Uganda because it really gives me a purpose to my work. And when I'm doing this work and I'm putting in all this time and everything, it reminds me that I'm doing it for these people and mm -hmm. to glorify God ultimately. But um, it's really nice to have that like purpose behind your work. And so the reason why I mentioned that village earlier is because I actually um, donate the portion of my proceeds to that village in particular. And mm -hmm. so um, it's really cool to see that village um, develop and grow and to, like I said, still stay in contact with them and all of that. Yeah, now imagine now, so you're a young entrepreneur, you're still in high school yourself, and part of one of the things you do is you take high school portraits. That has to be a really interesting conversation and even an opportunity for the good news of the gospel to go forward as, you know, maybe you even took the pictures of your friends, you know, in some of those ways, but certainly other people that you met through your business, and they're looking at you, you're doing what? And you're doing how? How does, how does that play out sometimes? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I And that's actually one thing that I really like about it, um, about having like this um, like connection to the work in Uganda through my business is because it does give me a platform mm -hmm. to share about it. And um, so, yeah, that's, I really try to use my business as in this mission behind my business too, as a conversation starter with my peers or with my customers. Like um, I actually do phone consults with each customer before their shoot to make sure that we're getting what they want and all that kind of stuff and to talk about the details. But I always mention at the end and I, I tell them, I'm like, this is why I do it. And this is the mission behind it. And I explained to them about the village and um, all that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. I also um, keep a lot of my peers and customers updated through my Instagram. And I try to also use my Instagram as a spot where I can share about it. I share photos that the um, mother and the villages send me mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff to um, really raise awareness of it too, because I think some people don't always like people know that there are poor people in Africa, like sure. we, we all know that, but to know the realities of it and how harsh it is and um, to like see those people in photos and to um, really see the extreme realities of it, I think sure. a lot of people don't have. And so I also try to provide that for them to through my business and the platform it, I have because of my it business. It seems like it illustrates the old saying that a, a picture is worth a thousand words. Like, <laughs> yeah. And a lot of words trying to explain it. But then when you see it in pictures, now you mentioned your Instagram feed, a lot of people right now, hopefully not while they're driving, listen to this show or searching their <laughs> Instagram for that. So let me just give it to them. It's at Anna Romani Photography. That is A-N-N-A-R-O-M-A-N-I Photography uh, in that way. So you can go there as well as, you know, you also have mentioned your website and I want to that as well. That's www.annaromaniphotography, again, as well, .wordpress.com. Uh, so we'll mention those again later on in the show, but I want to just get those out now. Now, you mentioned the money that you raised for Uganda, go to that particular village in those ways. How, how is that money distributed and what particularly is happening with those resources that you're trying to, to fund or encourage as it goes to that village in Uganda? 
Yeah, so I actually give through a ministry called Julie's Heart Cry. And so the like founder of this ministry, Julie, um, supports women and children all throughout Africa. And her mission is actually advancing the kingdom of God by meeting spiritual and urgent physical needs of women and children. So that's yeah. kind of like her mission statement and what drives her. Um, so I give through that organization. And one thing that's really cool is that um, when I donate the money, they typically can receive it within a couple days, which wow. is kind of mind boggling that all the way across the ocean and another continent, they're able to get the money so quickly. Um, and so, like I mentioned, all of the donations go to the Kawalri village in Wakiso, Uganda. Um, and so most recently, um, my last donation helped a mother um, a pregnant mother um, deliver her son. So it helped her get supplies and medical attention that sadly isn't very common in Uganda and mm -hmm. um, stuff that we kind of see as typical for a pregnancy to like go to checkups, be taking vitamins, that kind of stuff is very, very uncommon in Uganda. Mm -hmm. um, and so because of that, there's actually a really high infant and mother mortality rate um in Uganda and many mm -hmm. African countries so mm -hmm. um I was able to go through that and then they had their baby Samuel um last fall and so that was super encouraging and um to see him grow and to know that my business um was able to play a part in that <laughs> yeah I I'm inspired just listening to the story Dennis already and I, I, I mean, got just imagine when that that when imagine when Samuel is Anna's age the, the gratitude. I mean, who knows what God will do with that? I mean, it's, right. it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Now, you mentioned your business, obviously, and at, at any point in life, starting a business is a challenge. Um, and certainly, I think maybe you round up, you know, having a little more additional challenge uh, because, you know, some people might look at you and say, ah, because you're of a particular age, you know, uh, and then they fill in their blanks with some preconceptions or whatever it may be. What are some of those challenges that you've had, not just starting a business, but again, continuing to run your own business? Uh, I love how you're talking about, you know, you're doing these phone calls with people and you're walking through all of that. It's really evident just in our conversation of how well you become and having those conversations because how you're having this conversation with us. But what are some of those challenges you've had? Yeah, so I think there are definitely any challenges to starting a business um, for anyone, but specifically for the comp for the um photography side of things like mm -hmm. to learning the back end stuff of a business outside of the photography part of the business because I think a lot of times people think photography business oh you have to know how to take photos and mm -hmm. like of course that is a part of it but also stuff outside of that like managing finances um learning systems and workflow all that kind of stuff um a lot of that is trial and error <laughs> yeah. and so kind of working through all of that and um even though I kind of um, so, I don't know. I kind of see it as there are two parts of the business. Like there's like the photography creative side and then there's like the like business client communication, all that kind of side. So mm -hmm. um, learning the more backend business kind of stuff was a little bit of a challenge for me. I did a lot of research. Um, I listened to a lot of podcasts, all that kind of stuff to help me um, learn that and familiarize myself with that. But to speak specifically to the young business owner side of it, um, yeah. One thing that kind of popped into my mind when you asked this question was, I get told a decent amount of times that, oh, you run a photography business. That's so cute. And I don't <laughs> think people necessarily mean anything um, insulting by it or anything like that. Sure. But 
I think it kind of shows how people um, see me as a young entrepreneur and think, oh, that's that's adorable. That's a cute hobby mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and in reality, I, tr- I try to take it really seriously and I spend a lot of time on it and that kind of stuff. And like I said, I know people don't mean anything by it, um, but I think it just kind of goes to show how people um, see um, young business owners as um maybe not as like serious or um, that kind of stuff. (laughs) You know, there's this part in scripture where the apostle Paul's writing to Timothy and Timothy was a young person, whatever young man at that time leading a church. And he said, don't let anyone look down upon you for your youth, reminding us that, you know, God puts people in positions and he puts them in opportunities and he's clearly uh, put you in this opportunity. And if God yeah. feels you should be there, who are we to say, oh, that's cute. <laughs> no, that's, that's fulfilling a calling. And that's a, that's a great reminder, especially because, you know, I think that as, as any particular person gets older, as I find myself getting older, it's amazing what I think is young that I didn't think was young. When I was 17, <laughs> I thought eight was young, right? When I was 25, I thought 10 was young. And then yeah, now, that love, now that I'm a very old, much older age than that, I think 35 is young, right? And so it's, it's very much relative and it's not really about that number. It's about the fulfillment of the calling that God has placed in your life. And it looks so many different. Now, I imagine that there are other people hearing this and they're like, this is encouraging. This is inspiring. So what would you say to some people, um, you know, who've looked to you or Matt looked to you for some advice or mentorship? Uh, What would you tell to them? And, And maybe you would even start with first, maybe some other people that have given you advice and mentorship and how they've impacted your life. Yeah, for sure. I have definitely had a lot of people help me through this journey and giving me advice and all that kind of stuff. I definitely kind of done it alone. But um, my parents are actually both business owners. They um, own a business together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've grown up watching them run this business. And I am super lucky to have them to go to for advice whenever I need it and or a second set of eyes on things. And of course, from their own experience of running a business, they have a lot of wisdom to offer me. Um, and so I'm super lucky to have them, but, mm-hmm. um, another person I want to mention, um, is actually Cyrus and Julie Madbondo. So Julie runs Julie's heart cry and pastor Cyrus is a pastor at our church. And he, um, was the one who took us on, um, the two mission trips to Uganda and guided mm-hmm. us through that mission trip and helped prepare us for it. Um, and so that couple has been really important in our lives and they have guided us a whole bunch and, they helped guide me a lot in my decision on where in Uganda um, and how, I guess, to use those funds mm-hmm. um, and also helped me maximize my impact with the experience and the knowledge that they have. Um, and one other person who I go to a lot is my um, teacher, Miss Mulligan. She is actually the advisor for our yearbook. And I took four years of yearbook with her. Um, and she ha- really helps me grow as a photographer. And I always have her to go to with like yeah. questions about photography or editing. And I've texted her so many times like, oh, how do I do this? And uh-huh. <laughs> I show her my galleries and all that kind of stuff. So I'm super lucky to have those that people is. in my life. Now, veteran listeners of this show, Dennis, will have recognized Pastor Cyrus' name. We've actually had him yes, on the show before yes, talking yes. about it. Uh, he works. Yeah, when with- Anna mentioned it, I thought... I know that guy. That's right. He's one of the co-sponsors. You know, he works with one of the co-sponsors of the show. We say at the beginning of the show is this good news for the city brought to you by WAVA, a partnership, broadcast partnership between them and One Heart DC. 
and he does a lot of work with One Heart DC. And, and the goal, you know, obviously of this show, the goal, uh, not just in a broadcast way, but for all of our lives is to move the gospel forward. And sometimes yes. we move yes. it through photography. Sometimes we move it through mentorship. Like you just said, that Pastor Cyrus has done in your life and in other ways and your parents and, and your, um, your uh, advisor there of yearbook and all of that. Now, one of the key aspects of this, we mentioned uh, a lot that has kind of been on hold for a good amount of time that hopefully is going to start changing here real soon is, is the impact and the influence that a mission trip has had on you. So someone's listening right now and they're like, huh, thought about going on a missions trip. I thought about having this experience or those sort of things. Would you speak to them for a moment? How would you encourage other them, especially if they're a teenager thinking about going? Yeah. So I would 100% encourage everyone to go on a mission trip. It can really change your life and it really changes your perspective as well on life. Um, I think I mentioned this earlier, but it's one of those things that you really just can't forget about. Um, and mm -hmm. you, you, you think about it every day and all of that. And it, it, it changes the way you see the world and it gives you a new perspective. And I'd say that is especially beneficial when you're young mm -hmm. um, and you're kind of going through life and all your peers might see the world one way, but you have this other view. Um, and it yeah. helps, like I said, to put things into perspective and realize like this thing that I'm worrying about right now is really not a big deal. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. And I, I just want to say, I know it can be scary um, and really intimidating. Honestly, I know for me, I encountered a bunch of obstacles on my trip to Uganda um, with all sorts of different things. And that's probably a conversation for another time, but I am so glad I went and I got to meet those people and get that new ex perspective and those new experiences. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I think that you've just brought up so many great examples of why to go. One that resonated really well with me is for our listeners, most of them are here in this Washington metro area. And even, you know, we often say about the Washington metro area, it is still not like a whole lot of other areas in the United States. And it's certainly uh, we have a lot more opportunity and it can change our perspective, getting outside of our particular experience in our particular area. And that's such a great reminder. So we know college is coming up for you. Head to Baylor Special yeah. Education. Um, you're going to continue to run uh, the business. Is there anything else that's what's up next for you that you'd like to share? Um, well, I'm really excited to go to Baylor. Um, it's truly the perfect school for me. And I'm excited for the Christian community it offers, but also the um, academics and mm -hmm. all of that. And I'm really looking forward to becoming a teacher one day. I am also wanting to minor in photojournalism. Yeah. Um, and so that's something I'm wanting to explore, but especially with my yearbook background, it's, um, it's a big area of interest for me. Um, and yeah, I continue to plan, can to, I plan to continue <laughs> the business in Waco and in Texas. And yeah, I'm excited to see what God has for me. Well, that is awesome. Uh, that'll be two great businesses in Waco. I, I think I've heard of another one on TV somewhere or another about that, <laughs> but that's a cross promotion for a different network at a different time. And I just thank you so much for joining us today. It has been so refreshing to talk to you. It's so exciting to hear you answering God's call in your life. And we're excited for what you have done what you are doing. And as we know, as Ephesians chapter two, verse 10, God has prepared good works for all of us before the foundation of the earth that we should walk in them. 
And so we're excited to hear about what you will be walking in as you move forward in the future. Dennis, this has just been a great day for me, how it has been for you as well. <laughs> Man, I, I'm just so impressed with Anna. Uh, God bless you, friend. I mean, you're just an Thank amazing you. young woman. And, um, you know, you, you talked about going on the mission trip. My wife and I have been to uh, Bangkok, Thailand. We've been to Thailand and done some work with, with folks there. And, and you're right, man. It's just amazing. And you're so young that, you know, you've got that now to carry through so many years and bless so many people. So thank you so very much for being with us today. God bless you, folks. If you want to listen to this again, hey, you can go to goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. I also want to plug Anna's photography again, annaromaniphotography.wordpress.com. That's annaromaniphotography.wordpress.com. And you heard where the money goes to uh, Anna gives through Julie's Heart Cry, which is amazing and fantastic. Folks, I would urge you to listen to this again. This is an impressive impressive young woman of God. Um, And I would just urge you to do that again. You can always give me a call at the radio station, 703-807-2266. I want to thank you again, Anna. Thank you all for listening. God bless you all. We'll see you again next week. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Thank you for joining us and listening to Good News for the City, a gospel partnership between WAVA and One Heart D.C., This is a partnership, movement which celebrates and seeks to accelerate the move of the gospel into the Washington, D.C. metro area. It is our prayer that through this radio broadcast ministry of good news for the city, we will see transformed lives and communities and more and more people responding to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to help bring unity to Bible-believing people and churches in order to multiply our impact in our city, and we would love for you to join us. You can learn more at goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. Or you can go to wava.com keyword good news. Or you can call us at 703-807-2266. 703-807-2266. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way.